Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we are joined by a very special guest, one of my favorite people of all time. Please welcome Natasha Miles. Oh my gosh, that was the best intro ever. Oh my God, I love you. I'm so happy to have you here. You've selected just like a perfect movie for this podcast, which is Harriet the Spy, <laughs> which actually has been requested quite a bit. Yeah, it was on really? our list already. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have been asking for this movie for a minute, for sure. Oh my God. I feel like I'm bringing what the people want. <laughs> you are. You truly are. Um, I If we were... Going to describe, if you haven't seen Harriet the Spy, um, it is basically about a tiny child that writes <laughs> vicious things about all of her friends and enemies and whoever. She spies on everyone in town, and then once people find out she's doing that, she then seeks vengeance. <laughs> um, am I, I feel like I'm not really missing anything. I know that's a pretty quick <laughs> description of what happens here, but I feel like that's pretty much what happens here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh yeah, it, I, this is my first time watching the movie because uh, I was not twelve oh, in 1996. Uh, so this 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 is a little different for me. Uh, <laughs> but Natasha, like, whenever we do have a guest, we do like that. What? Why this movie? What is your relationship with this movie? Like, why? What? What? Yeah, what's what's the deal? <laughs> okay, I have like a very specific like nostalgia with this movie because the VHS was like super cool. It was an orange VHS tape. True. Yeah. And it came with like these decoder pens if you bought like if you got it like the whatever. Yeah. So you could like write secret messages that you had to have the decoder pen for. Really great marketing for this Nickelodeon movie, I have to say. And it was just such a like a sleepover movie for me. Oh Oh, yes. Yes. This hits as a sleepover movie for sure. And honestly, I was so heavily influenced. I lived in like a small town in New Brunswick. So like we were all like, we're going to be like Harriet. Like, so we were all breaking and entering into people's homes and backyards (laughs) because, you know, we were so big city and we were just trying to find out shit about our neighbors. (laughs) Yeah. There's something so funny about being from a small town where like the only thing to do is like care about what your neighbors are doing. You know, like break and enter. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but like even just like the gossip part of it, right? Where you go like, well, everybody's business is everyone else's business. Whereas if you live in a big city, it's just like, I don't know my neighbor's names. You know what I mean? Like the people I've lived across the hall from for like three years. I'm like, I've, I've never met. Oh, what? No, I know Mario. Come on. He's my boy. (laughs) He plays accordion EDM and I love him. Okay. (laughs) Maybe you're just more neighborly than me. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my Uh, God. No, I definitely, I 100% had a notebook that I would like run around with and be like, yes, I'm, I'm a spy or like I'm investigating or whatever, but I wouldn't do, I wouldn't break into any place. (laughs) We didn't break into like houses, but definitely like backyards and like trying Ooh, to like true. look into their windows. Like I got binoculars. That was a bad idea. Ooh, <laughs> you went deep. Because <laughs> she had a kit. She had a kit. So we had That a is kit. true. Oh my God. I feel like I had a kit too. I f- could you buy a kit? I feel like you could buy a Probably. kit that was very similar to what she had. And I feel like I had that. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, the marketing on this movie is crazy. So I'm sure they were selling, like, spy kits and stuff like that, for sure. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, I was on IMDb looking up information for this, and I was like, oh, 
I'll play the trailer. Like, you know how they have the, like, play the trailer Mm -hmm. of the movie? And, like, it was literally just an advertisement for, like, the spy kit. (laughs) Like, it didn't have footage from the movie. It was just uh, Harriet the spy being like, you need gloves and, like, a spy thing. I was like, oh, this was entirely to sell toys. Uh, she was a criminal. Like, if you really... Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess we might as well get to it. Uh, who do you think... Who's the villain of this movie? <laughs> who's the villain supposed to be? Because I think we're all on the same page yes. as to who the actual villain is. Absolutely. Well, it's Marion, of course, right? Yeah. yeah. Her school her school rival, kind of the popular yeah. girl, the girl who... Um, She's, like, elected class president, which is also, like, editor of the class newspaper, and, like, she's a horse girl. Yeah, she, yeah. She's a horse girl. Huge horse girl energy, for sure. And, I mean, okay, Mary, especially on the front end of this movie, I'm like, this girl is doing nothing to you. Yeah. She's doing nothing. <laughs> like, she's literally just, like, more popular than you. And you sit around, with, Harriet sits around with her friends reading the newspaper going, oh, well, this is shit, isn't it? Man, wouldn't wipe my ass with this rag, basically. <laughs> this These grade, fucking 11-year-olds. This grade six yes. in class produced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like great. This this girl's forming like full functional sentences. Good for you. You're yeah. writing shit down. Perfect. They just are like, oh my god, look at look at how shitty this girl is that just said hi to me and still acknowledges me as a human being. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and like the movie starts. Well, not right away, because there's there's a scene before this that I, I want to get to, too. But, like, it's basically just her in voiceover saying all the shitty things that she's writing in her uh, diary, her journal, about all these kids. Like, that's how the movie starts. They go, like, she looks like she's got a pinched face, and someone needs to, like, step on it to unpinch it. And I was like, that's so particularly cruel. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's cutting, right? Yeah. Like if if somebody said to you, "You've got a weird face," yeah, whatever. Yeah, or you're ugly, <sighs> whatever. You look like you've your face has been pinched and it stayed that way. I don't care. Like I don't care what your face looks like. If someone says that to you, you're gonna internalize that. No, no, no. she workshopped that. Yes, she had three versions of that before. <laughs> Where she was like, you look like you got run over by a steamroller. Like, you know what I mean? Shit like that. And then she got to no pinch face. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> like- and the, the, uh, the other one that struck me as so ultra specific and like borderline gross, which was, I think, uh, one of the kids she describes as a human fish belly and that his DNA was combined at birth with a pint of yogurt. And I was just like... Jesus. <laughs> like, I know as you grow up and you develop as a child, like, you kind of have to learn tact mm. and learn how to be, you know, nice to people. But, like, she, as you said, she's been working on this a lot. Like, that's not a first draft insult. No, no, no. She's so mean. She literally... This is an 11-year-old that she states... Me. She me. Oh, she's absolutely so chilling. <laughs> to say, if I was only known by my footwear, I'd hang myself? Oh, Girl, yeah, that was... Oh, yeah. my God. You need a new nanny. Like, when that woman left, I was like, good, because clearly you're being poorly influenced. Like, this woman yeah. needs to get to step in. Yeah, she was encouraged in the wrong ways to have these these kinds of behaviors that were like honestly kids like her are studied now for like psychopathy (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's just like so wild to me that she was just gallivanting around with no supervision oh yeah none and i love they get to the end or closer to the end and they're like this is one movie where i'm like thank god somebody is taken this girl to therapy. Yeah. I was like, this was the correct step. This is absolutely correct. But then she went to one and they were like, well, we're solved. We're good. Here's your <laughs> notebook back. Yeah. I was like, she needs to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There needs to be a protocol. Like there needs to be a plan. 
in yeah. play. And the teacher needs to be involved with it. And, and like, 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 uh, yeah. So for one thing I want to say about the psychologist uh, uh, or therapist was like, one, I am so glad that in this movie, especially for the 90s, where you're like, therapist, wah, wah, uh, you got to be, uh, that was the attitude. But they were like, n- they do not paint him as a bad guy at all. Uh, as actually quite understanding and um, helpful. And two, that is the most unwelcoming office I have ever been in uh, or seen. The aesthetic of his office actually disturbed me. (laughs) (laughs) Where I go like, you know, I've been to therapy and like, man, I would, I want a comfortable environment. And like, this guy's got giant, like, jacks like you know you bounce the ball and you grab the jacks and like balls hanging around and like these like weird beetlejuice type chairs hanging around i was like this wouldn't put me at ease as a kid and this certainly doesn't put me at ease as an adult that's what i wanted to say no it looked like one of those work rooms at like apple or something where they're like this is your creative space (laughs) like jesus you guys are really concerning me because i specifically remember watching this as a kid and being like i want to go to therapy that looks like the coolest <laughs> Natasha is just so a, I'm like, am I Harry? Am I <laughs> Maybe you just have a greater uh, appreciation for like the industrial, cold industrial aesthetic. I don't know. I thought it was so cool. It was like Fair. so big city. I was like, oh, therapy. That looks like so much fun. I'm going to pick up one of those statues and play with it. I will give you that his closet full of games did look yeah. fun. His oh, yeah, closet that looks full of games yes, was that like looked awesome. Fun. Yes. Uh, but yes, 100% a kid who needed to go to therapy. And like the, we're sort of jumping around here, but the neuroses of like when they take her notebook away and the teacher basically has to pat her down in class to make sure that she's not secretly hiding a notebook and writing mean things about a person. Like, that's bonkers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think also maybe illegal. <laughs> like when, <laughs> when I was watching her get pat down, I was like, I don't know if she could do that. I don't know. <laughs> Teachers got away. They could really do whatever they wanted. That's true. And this, this is the 90s. <laughs> And their parents had obviously asked for that to happen. Yes. So, yeah, this girl has no rights. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, she said also, some really wild. She wrote down some really wild stuff, man. And yeah. did some, like, legitimately criminal things. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, that is. These are fair facts. <laughs> these are fair facts. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, like she, she said... Again, about her teacher, who, by the way, seems like a perfectly reasonable and no, she does seem reasonable. Yes, 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 she does seem reasonable. (laughs) Uh, But she tells she Harriet, the spy, uh, says the teacher will go psycho and kill somebody someday. I was like, where was that anywhere in the movie that she was even a little bit mean or unfeeling towards these students? Nowhere. Yeah, she seemed fine. Right? <laughs> you know <laughs> All these people seem fine. It's just... Yes. Like, this girl has an overactive imagination. She wanted everyone to be... She wants everyone to be the villain. Oh, yeah. absolutely. She does want everybody else to be the villain. It is so wild how quickly she projects that. And also is... goes nuclear so quick. Like, she launches so fast and it's such okay here's the thing okay so to kind of go through the events that happened here as far as like um marion and her or harriet sorry so marion and harriet don't really have anything going on between each other other than harriet runs for the same position every year doesn't win this is year three she's upset So she just kind of shits all over verbally and writes down nasty things about her. All right. Then we get to Marion takes her note. How do we feel about this? Okay. Because this is a scene where I was kind of like, all right, I'm flip-flopping here. I'm flip-flopping. Then we got the paint. And then I went, okay, I'm really flip-flopping. And then the scene after the paint, I was like, you know what? (laughs) 
She might have needed the paint, Matt. She might have needed that. <laughs> oh, because the kids, the kids all intentionally spill paint. Yes, on her. they all then, intentionally like, spill paint on her. And then I, okay, absolutely, literally rub it in. Which uh, I, <laughs> well, yeah. that scene actually really freaks me out. I don't like to be touched. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also kind of um, claustrophobic, and that scene makes me feel so claustrophobic. I'm like that does straight up look like a nightmare. What she does afterwards is t- f- far too. What far. does she do after? Harriet. <laughs> is that when she goes nu- starts going nuclear on everybody? Yeah, that's when she starts. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's when that's when she had a problem that she created, and then decided, and then people got upset about it, and then was like, okay, so I'm gonna ruin their lives further. Right, and this is yes. this is the point where she's carving names into the desk and crossing them out. Right. Yeah. Oh, like it is some kind of vengeance permanent love letter. Yeah. Like she scored that in. She should have put a heart around it, man. Like that was so insane. She put it right. I understand. Like you write a little listy. Okay. You got a list. That's, I mean, it's not great, but it's better than carving it in. Adding pro- destruction of property on top of everything else. <laughs> First of all, I'm just going to say, as as a kid who fidgets, I don't think carving shit into a school desk is destruction of property. That's what school desks are for. But also, uh, can you imagine what the teacher would be like? Because it's not like it's not like you're like doing that like S, you know, that like S with the three lines that we all drew uh, in yeah. school. Yeah, it's not, yes, that yeah. S. you're not you're not carving like your name into the desk. Like there's there's things you can carve into a desk, right? Because you're like I'm bored, right? Or you, mm. you carve a heart or like an arrow or something like that. <laughs> a list of literally 20 kids' names. How does the teacher not just see you <laughs> dig, digging us. with the... Co- she she probably went through multiple compasses. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 and the teacher just saw her be like... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to think about it. Teachers, they don't get paid enough in the United States. And this no, that's is like true. Set in what, New York? This teacher was like, I already can't deal with this kid. And now look, like, whatever. Like, that is so valid. Yes. It's like every time I saw, saw somebody steal something in Zellers, I was like, true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting paid 1025 to be here. Yeah. yeah. Come it, on. It's <laughs> yeah. on my desk. She probably was like, ooh, rough. <laughs> rough. <away. laughs> bet that bet there's problems at home. <laughs> Just kept walking. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh, and also, like, oh, this kid had a nanny until recently? Uh, you know, like, you're kind of more, like, hands-off if the parents could afford a nanny. You know what I mean? It's not like some kid with, like, a single mother who's, like, you know, not showing up to class half the time where you're like, you need someone to take you under the wing. It's like, fuck this privileged kid. Oh, I kept thinking that. I was so mad until at least she got to the mansion. When she got to like that mansion-y kind of house, I was like, all right, at least we're spreading this around. Because the first half of the movie, it kind of just seems like she just peeping on poor people like they're zoo animals. Yeah, no, that's true. true. It feels weird. And then she starts going to everybody. I'm like, all right, so this is just like, you want to watch everybody. Okay. <laughs> Which yeah. isn't... Oh, it's not great. It's not worse, <laughs> but I'm not sure it's better. I think it's slightly better. I do. She's peeping on all these people at when she had the nanny. And I'm like, where's the nanny? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, why not be supervised? You're, and, and then you- when the nanny leaves, I was like, well, it's just... Good luck. <laughs> Did you chaos. see that her full so her nanny's name is Golly, right? Golly, Golly, Golly. <laughs> it's Ollie yeah. fucking Golly. I can't. I love that. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, and Natasha, you bring up an interesting point here, which is when the nanny, when Ollie Golly, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> gets fired, it's because they burn dinner. And then they decide to go out for dinner and a movie. And then the parents right. get home early and are like, where is our daughter? How how dare you? And they, like, fire her. And then, like, they have a conversation. She quits. But, like, 
you raise a good point where even when there was the nanny, she's running roughshod over the entire town or, or city yeah. or whatever. So it's not like having the nanny even meant that they knew where she was. Yeah, honestly, when I watched this movie as a sleepover kid, I always thought the parents were, like, the worst. I was like, oh, my God, they fired Golly, and they're making her, like, give up her notebooks, and they're making her go to this therapist. I was like, these parents suck. And now I watch it, I'm like, these parents work hard, okay? (laughs) I was like, they're using their hard-earned money to hire this woman to watch their kid, and then they find out this kid is not has no structure and is crazy, clearly. It's like, yeah, of course she should be fired. A hundred percent. And then like, it's probably hard to find a new nanny. And so, yeah, they're trying to embarrass her by taking away her notebooks to make her go to therapy because they're probably scared of her. Because they're like, what kind of psychopath do we have living in our home? <laughs> and now we have no help. <laughs> yeah. And also, just even as a parent, if you opened up a, your child's notebook, which legit i know rebecca has a thing about like oh i hate when people read things i write i don't like it (laughs) but if you're a parent and you have a kid you're reading your kid stuff um to be like daddy did this today and mother (laughs) was mad i'd be like nope nope oh this is a psycho kid (laughs) a kid they were they were fearful writing down everything you do oh yeah that's so (laughs) creepy and like golly really encourages it like calls harriet like harriet the spy and like you can tell she loves that and even okay so i'm gonna jump all the way to the end because she says something so wild to me that i'm like i no 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 no. if you had any credibility it is now gone i hope it's the same thing that i wrote (laughs) i think it might be what i was thinking too You wrote down the truth in your notebook, okay? That's what she said to her. You wrote down the truth in your notebook and then kind of goes on a little speech about how, you know, sometimes you have to lie a bit and these sorts of things. And I, you wrote the truth down in your notebook and the note I wrote afterwards was, she certainly did not, okay? (laughs) A lot of that, first of all, a lot of that was a matter of opinion. Yes, let's separate (laughs) facts and opinions first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A lot of that was a matter of opinion, and a lot of it was mean opinion, and some of it just wasn't accurate even for opinion. You know what I mean? I was like, no, she didn't write down the truth. She wrote down how she, maybe her truth, perhaps, okay? (laughs) Maybe you could call it her truth, but that's not the truth of these people. She's like, well, you know, sometimes sometimes old pinchy face can't handle the truth. And it's like, (laughs) she fucking probably had to look in the mirror and call herself beautiful 16 times before she leaves a day to feel all right. All right, you've destroyed this girl's confidence. This is not correct. (laughs) Was that the same one you had, Natasha? Yeah, that and when she basically tells her like she's gonna ha- to get out of this, she's gonna have to also lie, right? <laughs> or you know, I was just yeah. like, there, there's an opportunity here for a learning moment, okay? <laughs> and like you're basically a child educator, provider, protector, what caretaker? Yes, better word. And it's like, so it's your job to be like leading this kid on like the right path. And we've already established that she's blown up her life. Like we just watched, did a whole movie of her blowing things up. (laughs) So it's like, now you need to reconcile this by being a a good caretaker and saying that was obviously not the way to do this, but she was just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would suggest moving forward is like, just lie a little bit more. (laughs) Like, no, this yeah and and to refine this point a little more it's not a matter of truth or or false it's a matter of like being kind and you know not thinking this about people and and the line i wrote down so this is all from the same speech by the way we're all like we (laughs) all horrified horrified by this i think we all just picked various parts in this where she goes um all he says uh you're an the the problem is is that you're an individual and that makes other people nervous, and it's going to make them nervous the whole their whole lives. They hate you because you're. Uh, it's like, uh, no, they hate you because <laughs> you are a heinous bitch. <laughs> heinous <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like I just love that you called an eleven year old a heinous bitch. That's great. I'm yes. gonna get in trouble for this. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, like I don't know. I, to me, I have enough experience in the world to know that. 
Um, when people excuse bad behavior because you're just being an individual, I hate that. Where it's just like, well, that's just who I am. I guess you just can't handle me. I was like, that is the worst lesson to teach somebody is like, you're an individual. So you can do, (laughs) that's why people don't like you. No, people don't like you because of the things that you do to other people or the way that you act around other people. You know what I mean? It's not because we're all individuals. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a real, it's like the world doesn't just, you're individual, but other people are individuals too with their own feelings and opinions. So like yes. we all need to adapt and learn how to like live together. That would a great life lesson. Cause now it's like, what is she learning moving on into the world? This is a precursor to like mean girls. Like she's just oh. going to turn into that. Yeah. No, this is 100. That's what I wrote. I wrote down. Oh, so we start the movie with a burn book. <laughs> like <laughs> It's a hundred percent. Yes. Like <laughs> I am so glad that we have a society have moved beyond the point of burn books and like, <laughs> secret journals and have just moved on to making cyberbullying everybody just Woo! posting just posting mean shit online <laughs> we i know a- can you imagine harriet on reddit like <laughs> oh <laughs> <is> so- <laughs> like whoa <laughs> <laughs> you have to be like locked out. Harriet on the capital for sure. Like, she's <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right. She did. Oh, she grew yeah. up to storm the capital. You're absolutely yeah. right. Because it, okay, it, it's. <laughs> Oh, God. It's wild to me because her motivations aren't even, like, great. I, I understand, like, the motivations of an 11-year-old, it's fine. Like, yeah. you can you can dream to want to be a celebrity, but it's not going to want to make it's it's not going to make me like you anymore if it's paired with this at kind of attitude of like cuz she she states at one point when she's kind of like she's like you know like I'm going to write everything down. I'm going to write my memoirs. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, you're 11. <laughs> like what do you <laughs> take a seat? I'm going to write my memoirs and it's like, but you don't write anything about yourself." Oh. You never write anything about yourself, really. That's nice. Um, point. you kind of just write about everybody else pretty much um so i don't know what you're gonna grab from your your memoirs are just gonna be people's stories um well and and in a way that's sort of pretty damning of her sort of view of the world which is absolutely no introspection whatsoever and like focusing all on the external and like again 11 year old girl (laughs) i'm gonna give her a pretty wide berth for not being like you know not leading an unexamined life but like (laughs) (laughs) you know you can get there eventually but like yeah that's that's it's it's all outward facing right yeah no introspection like her goal she's like i'm gonna be a celebrity i'm gonna tour around go on talk shows and tell everybody how much marion smells and it's like nah that can't be it (laughs) yeah like i do understand like her being encouraged to like be an observer of the world and all of that stuff like that is important to teach kids to do especially like I mean if you live in New York City I'd be like yeah look around there's lots to see but she needs to go to that second third fourth appointment with the therapist I think and that's really gonna help her maybe unpack these observations um I think she should like keep writing in her notebook but she would she has to turn it in and they need to read it all and then unpack what she wrote. And that maybe is a better like exercise <laughs> moving forward. I just think like the no supervision is is creating a monster here. Yeah, you need to give the kids some sort of guidance. Uh, you know, I, I think she should have a notebook. I think the therapist should probably be like, yeah, but write down how you feel or how how did how did making every kid in your class hate you? through your actions write down how you feel about that write down how you think they might feel rather than just this kind of like very surface level i looked in a a chinese grocer and they were giving they were stealing food 
Yeah. <laughs> and you go like, also, it's their food? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and turns out they're giving it to orphans, you know? Like, ooh, scandalous. Yes. So our, okay, so our main villain, Marion here, uh, her, the main thing that she does that would, I would argue, be seen as the most villainous thing mm-hmm. would be she snatches her notebook when they're all playing tag and starts kind of reading it and then reading it out to everybody. Okay. This is not good. I do not like this. I will say, I truly believe this is a lesson that Harriet needed to learn right fucking now. Okay, like this almost in my mind had to happen because I'm like, you can't continue this. Even if this is your own personal, private, whatever, if this is how much, if this is how you view the world and this is how much you dislike everyone around you and judge them in such a way, you need to learn right now that you need to pull this back. Yeah. You need yeah. to pull this back and you need to learn this now because I feel like Natasha said, like, this as an adult, this on Reddit, this on wherever else is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I know, Rebecca, how you feel <gasps> about people reading things that you wrote. So, like, I was kind of very much aware that, like, <laughs> this is this is the moment that, like, would be unforgivable. But I, I do also want to point out that, like, the kids are running around playing tag and, like... Books and things are just getting thrown wide open everywhere. Like, there is an argument to be made where you go, like, whose book is this? Because, you know, we need to get it back. Or, like, why is this out here? I'm going to go pick it up. And then you start reading it, right? Because there's, like, there's the, do you ever go through somebody's wallet? No, that's that's their wallet. If you find a wallet on the street, you're going to go through it to find out who it belongs to. You know? Well, yeah, but I, it's harder to make that argument when you're still in the same room with everybody that might have lost their wallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whose wallet is this? <laughs> you yeah. figure it out pretty quick. Also, she has that notebook all times. Yeah, and true. it is a very specific looking notebook. It is. Because that is the notebook that I'm sure Natasha and I both purchased. <laughs> <laughs> That you can still get at the Dollarama. You can. Uh, sometimes I still buy them because I'm like, Ooh. yeah, yeah the, the sort of like black and white, yeah, uh, like, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, almost camouflage. Yeah, I was like, I remember those notebooks. Um, yeah, it's like the Hillroy just, three subject notebooks. It just feels better when you write it, something in that. You know what I mean? They're just it just feels a little different. Oh, I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna go a little off here, off topic here, but stationary. Oh, mm, oh, love it. Ah. Uh, a nice, like a nice crisp. So first of all, I love a nice crisp, un untouched notebook because mm-hmm. you you hold it in your hands. You're like, this is so full of potential. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, think of the wonderful and creative things you're gonna do with that. And then also, on the other end of that, the uh, the really worn, like dog eared, like you know, you've got the the coffee cup uh, circle stains on some of the pages, and like things are ripped out and like scratched out. And you go like you hold it, and it's a little thicker than it was because the pages don't stick together the same way they did before. You go like, oh yeah, look at this, look at what I've done. This is like this is work. Th- I, that's I just realized that that's a nice little thing. I like. <laughs> You know what I do every time? I'm like, this is going to be my good notebook. And on page three, I'm like, fuck. Like, ah, I yeah. messed it up again. I'm like, well, you're just like every other notebook. There are no perfect notebooks. No, and that's what I, lo- that's what I love about them. Yeah. It's like it's all the mistakes in the process, and you can hold it in your hands. It's very nice. Yeah, I, th- I believe all comedians buy far too many notebooks. I have a I have so many. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is truly an addiction. It is so bad. This is also very telling of who I am as a person. I buy the same notebook every time. It's the Cambridge City uh, 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 Elite or something like that. And it's spiral bound. And you can like keep a little pen, like a pen in the Mm. spine. And like it lies flat. It's like got nice pages. It's the perfect size to like carry in your hand or like just throw in a bag. So like I've bought like cases of them. all at once and like just keep going through them so i have a shelf filled of like like probably like 30 of the same notebook that sounds very structured and nice it is i just like (laughs) my notebook situation is chaos (laughs) yes i'm like ooh, this is pretty (laughs) i want this one that winners is having a sale (laughs) like whatever yeah like oh chapters five dollar clearance 
for three, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's how I ride. And I like absolutely and that too. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, another, yeah. oh, I would just love to go over because one of the fun, the absolute funniest scenes to me in this entire movie is when she starts seeking her vengeance. When Harriet right. goes full Rambo, like because there are such different levels of revenge for this girl. Yeah. <laughs> it switches so starkly because first we start with her cutting a girl's hair off, which is yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that is like, <laughs> was that? Uh, like, I was shocked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly shocked. Okay, so she cut first she cuts a girl's hair off, which is like that is You should be expelled. That's like you should never be able to come back to school. That's, that's crazy. Yes, that's girl crime. Okay, like that's that is violation. You are there is absolutely zero percent chance Harriet was ever invited to a sleepover after that. Zero. Zero percent chance. Um okay, but then right after that, <laughs> it's a quick cut to Oh, oh no, she drew mustaches on all the boys in a girl's locker. What's this girl gonna do? (laughs) That was was so truly funny to me because I was like, that is such a difference in tone. Yeah. Yes and no. All right. So here's what I'll say. No, I, the haircutting, like you guys have this, I'm not gonna argue with that. But I will say that um, drawing mustaches on, the uh, uh on the boys mm-hmm. pictures of boys not so big a deal but the bigger message there is i can get to you wherever you are <laughs> yeah. 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 oh this, my god this, this isn't this isn't something you kept in your desk and i drew on this was inside <laughs> no, that's y- point. your locker be like i know your locker combination <laughs> yeah. you're not safe anywhere I, way darker. I have never been flipped so fast. That was wow. All right. God, she is sinister. Like really. Damn. All right. You uh, yes. Big switch on that. So th- raising bra- bras up on the uh, flagpole. No, I I would say that's as I would say that's as cl- I would say close to getting your hair cut. You think so? Oh, you're 11. Yeah. Yes. And the only girl in the class oh, with boobs. Oh, that has a bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you've just been torched. That's not, that is not correct. Also, again, basically what you just stated. Yeah. How the fuck did she get that bra? Like, <laughs> woo, you're blowing my mind now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then <laughs> she also puts up, okay, I... Okay, so then she torches two people's uh, science fair projects. Okay, right? Like she, the one uh, burner she sets off and then another kid she like takes out some of the popsicle sticks. Right, right. Okay, so she torches two of those. Then this one, like, okay. These are the last two that I'm going to state because to me they're the most, wow, the devastation. Okay, number one, her very sweet, (laughs) very nice poor friend okay cooks cleans for his dad does the books i'm 31 i don't do my books okay like i don't do books all right and also maybe you wouldn't be so poor if you didn't rely on an 11 year old to do your books truly (laughs) but still okay this kid's fucking hustling all right you took a photo of him cleaning in an apron and he's got a dust you know what i mean he's so cute yeah and then you qu- man, quote man of the house. I'm like, oh, these are not. First of all, that's just not a feminist this, view. I don't post, agree with that. <laughs> posting it on the wall. And there is a, I'm sorry, but I, I just need to clarify this detail. There is a moment where he sees her doing it and she looks him in the eyes, eyes and yeah. keeps posting it up in front of him. Like she, she literally makes eye contact with him. And this kid, good for him, is just emoting how hard he is hurt by this. Oh, oh, oh. chilling! It's a, it is truly a heartbreaking scene, only to be followed by the most heartbreaking scene, I would argue, in this whole movie, where she tells Marion, <laughs> "Yeah, oh, this- oh, 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 my God!" Like literal chills, chills. Like this is so fucking yeah. mean. Oh, my- I would. 
I honestly would rather get my hair chopped off, quite frankly. Hair will grow back. Yes, then hear these words come out of a human being's mouth. She goes, I... (laughs) I know, uh, first of all, she just kind of says you don't have a dad, which then we realize is not true very shortly afterwards. But she goes, yeah. you don't know, everybody knows you don't have a dad. I heard, I overheard my parents talking. You haven't seen your dad in three years because he stays in Amsterdam because he doesn't love you. <laughs> yes. And this, this is also rooted in the fact that Marion is writing in the school paper that she goes on horse rides with her dad. Yes. On weekends, and it's so much fun. Like, it, again, the efficiency of this cut. Like, she slays this bitch. There are things in life that you cannot unhear. Mm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like, uh, fuck you, you're ugly, or you suck, or um, all those sorts of things. Water off a duck's back. No one likes to hear it, but it happens. But when it goes, your parents don't love you and you're alone, like that's that's wake up 30 years from now in a cold sweat in the middle of the night, remembering that a girl said that to you in, in was sixth grade? In is it? front of other people. Yes. yes. Like, in a group thing. And the way she says it, she's like slinking, like staring at her, like getting closer to her. I'm like, what a sinister girl. Like this girl is straight up psycho. That was crazy. That was such a cold scene. Yeah, I I don't think. think about the phone calls her parents were probably getting after this. Like, well, they even say like they've gotten calls from everybody at school at a certain point. Yeah, Yeah. and like just like to have to hear described what your child has done. Like, and these are these things. Like, I feel like how do you even say sorry? You're just like uh. Let me call you right back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like a long noise on the other end. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I need to be like, more involved in my, my child. My daughter's life. ponytail. You did this. Oh, also, like, you told my daughter that we don't love her and that she's a lot. <laughs> yes. And they flip. I feel like they go back so quickly to be like, we didn't understand. Here's your notebook back. And it's like, this this girl needs to be punished. Like, there needs to be repercussions. No, I saw the fear in these parents' eyes. They were like, you can't have it back. <laughs> Just don't write about us, sweetie, please. I got dirt on all of you. <laughs> you give me my notebook down or you're going down. Those are the notebooks you know about. <laughs> no, they were like, here. Um... Which brings me to another – so here's – here. this is a structural problem with the movie that I have. Ooh. Which is – and correct me if I miss something here because you guys have obviously seen this movie a little more than I have. Where there is this scene sort of at the end that's supposed to sort of be Harriet's redemption where she puts <laughs> her hand up and she says, um, <laughs> I would like to say something. Yeah. And I thought <laughs> I, it me was too. going to be an apology. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, and she goes, I think we should separate the roles of class president and mm-hmm. newspaper editor. Yeah. And then the teacher's like, very reasonably is like, this is a, this is a fine thing to suggest as a student and let's have a vote on it and learn about democracy. And not only do they back her up on it, they then vote Harriet to be the editor. And this all happens, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, before she apologizes to anybody. Yes. Yeah. That is, why would you? (laughs) And it's the kid that was like, she was like, you should kill yourself maybe. Yeah, purple socks. (laughs) Yeah, oh, what are you you thinking? (laughs) How fucking crazy is it that she calls him purple socks? They established that this kid has been in her class for three years. She knows his name. Yeah, even Pinchy Face had a name, I think. Like, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Also, I thought the entire... I'm like, I fucking love this kid's style. <laughs> I was like, yeah. purple <laughs> socks? Hell yeah, that guy looks awesome. Yeah, do you know how confident you have to be to be in the sixth grade and making, like, a statement piece? Mm, yeah. Love it. Yes, yes, I am for that kid fucking fully. No, it is... 
It is truly such a weird, because I agree with you. I 100% thought she was, yeah, first, I could remember, because I forgot this scene. Like, obviously, I haven't seen this movie in so long. Yeah. There's a lot I forgot. I remember all the aesthetic stuff and, like, you know, my notebook and all this shit. But I haven't watched this movie in so long. Watching it again, yes, absolutely 1000% I thought she was going to stand up and apologize and learn a lesson but you know she doesn't even learn a lesson when she goes over to apologize to her friends because she starts by spying on them again how is the lesson not to spy on people she gets to the end of this and she's like oh I should be spying better I gotta be looking closer like that's not the lesson <laughs> but unfortunately I think that that is the lesson that they were trying to, they were like, listen, if you're going to spy, you got to be smart about it. This girl was not smart. This could happen to you. But like, continue doing you, but just think, kids. <laughs> cool. Um, and that's why I was breaking and entering at such a young age. <laughs> Dude, I got okay. I've got one more point for Marion, too, because she kind of, at a point, she organizes. This group of kids, after they've read this notebook and, you know, Harriet's written all these nasty, really dark things at moments, things about them, um, they form a crew to kind of be like, we're the, <laughs> we're the spy catchers. And I'm like, yes, they need that. This is kind of like this neighborhood's neighborhood watch. Yes. Hey, we're going to bang pots and pans. You're being spied on. You're being spied on. <laughs> like, I'm like, they're just alerting the people. They are doing a public service. Okay. 100%. And I do not consider this bullying. Uh, yeah, honestly, Marion is just like a community activist. Like she started a safe walk, essentially, um, for her school and was like, I see that there is a problem here and I have, I have been a victim. <laughs> and we need to fix this. They are taking back the three to 4 PM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's... Take back the after school hours. Because, <laughs> yeah. because again, worth mentioning, she has a spy route. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they the the big thing is you're like they've interrupted my spy route. If mm -hmm. if if you learn of anybody in your community that has a spy route, that 100% needs to be interrupted. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Okay, so like her friend uh Sport uh, the, the, uh, you know, the, the bookkeeper. the bookkeeper. Yes. He's absolutely the bookkeeper. I, that was so impressive to me when he said that. I was like, holy fuck. Anyway. And this, by the way, this is, this is bookkeeping before Excel. Oh yeah. Like, no, this kid <laughs> pulled this is, out a fucking like a actual books. Yes. <laughs> he pulled out. Yeah. He pulled out fucking actual old, books. Old school debit credit accounting is what this kid is this doing, okay is hard so this kid's <laughs> life is so hard okay this kid's three to four o'clock is probably what he lives for this is the hour yeah. i can be a kid okay we're gonna run we're gonna play hey harriet you want to come play with us want to come hang out no 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 i've got to go check out this old man <laughs> Yes, we she's gotta, ditching her friends to go constantly spy. to go spy on. Okay, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to be spied on. You know who especially doesn't want to be spied on? Somebody who pretends they're not home. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, that the poor old man. cat man. The old cat man. He's got a fucking hole in his roof. This guy's got problems. Okay, you gotta <laughs> you gotta leave this man alone. Okay, let him thrive in peace, please. Yeah, and nothing ever came of that in the no! movie. No! <laughs> he didn't get his cats back. Yeah. He was just, so sad. He's just a sad man that she spied on for a bit. And, like, you feel sort of dirty as the moviegoer being like, why did we have to see this? Oh, this yeah. Man, this man didn't want this to be seen. This is a dark moment for him. <laughs> All I kept thinking was, if this, if Harriet was a real per, I'm like, she's seen so many people naked. You know what I mean? Like oh, you're not, yeah. You're oh, not catching oh, prime times every single time. Like, we're catching this nice stuff that she's she's watching or interesting or whatever the hell. I'm like, you're if you're just peeping through people's windows, you're gonna you're gonna see some stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> also, just for her that. own safety, she's eleven. She doesn't know any better. You're in New York City 
going spying on people, you could see the wrong thing, okay? You could, the wrong people. Your life could be put in danger. So I think, like, these kids are helping her out. They're like, yo, you should stay and play with us, man. Because there's, like, a whole world out there our parents are warning us about. I think we're safe here. Yes! (laughs) I think the one caveat I'd put on that statement is the parents are absolutely not warning the kids about that. <laughs> in this yes, movie so universe. True. Well, like like even just talking about harm, there's a scene where she's spying on sport on the second floor and she just piles up like oh, yeah. old furniture and falls and they just open the window and pull her in like it's no big deal. Like like you didn't just stack you know, first of all, you know how hard it is to stack furniture up two stories high as an eleven year old? That's gotta be so hard uh, to even just move that amount of furniture and get it on top of each other. And second of all, yeah. like so dangerous. Uh, and they're just like, it's fine. It's, yeah. You're just a kid crawling in a second story window. That doesn't need to be made a, an issue. Yeah. Because all of her friends accept her. Yeah. And she doesn't do that for any of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I dropped a dollar cause I have a nanny. Like, <laughs> What the fuck? I can't. Uh, there is. I also do very quickly need to talk about her friend Janie because I mm-hmm. big fan of Janie. Um, she's very smart. Any any student who who uh, for the fall pageant uh, throws up the suggestion of the Manhattan Project. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Would I love to see a fall pageant on the Manhattan Project where it's a bunch of sixth graders? Uh, reenacting the first nuclear test ever? 100%. I'd love that. I love this girl. But in no way <laughs> should she be doing chemi- chemistry experiments in her bedroom where she is creating acid strong enough to eat through the floor. This is definitely something you need adult supervision for. <laughs> this kid. This kid is out of control in a totally different way. She also stink bombs the pageant, yes. which yeah. is truly one of the funniest. Because, no lie, team, uh, this movie ends in uh, James Brown dancing food and a stink bomb. The end. <laughs> the ending is so chaotic. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's just like, it's like there's a stink bomb. Some people are upset about it, but these kids are like, we're friends again. Thriving. I'm like. <laughs> and a little clarification for me was the implication of that stink bomb, because they talked about doing it earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. was the implication that they set it up at that point and then forgot about it when all this other stuff, and then it just went off? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think she still like, was like, this was the plan, and this will maintain, yeah. we, this will be the plan. Yeah, it's like a bonding thing. Yeah. They were like, we've been, let's follow through with this now that we're friends again. Yeah, and like, the, I can't imagine the teacher after that assembly being like, I cannot believe that the girl who makes, does chemistry experiments and creates stink bombs sets them off during assemblies is only the second biggest problem in this classroom. (laughs) 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 Like that's some, that's some school terrorist shit in the the making. You know what I mean? They Uh, should not be friends. Those two. No, they, they're, they're like James Bond and Dr. No is what they're at. They're like, they are, a wannabe spy and a wannabe supervillain is what those two kids are. Yeah, they just sit out front and shit talk. <laughs> like we're just going to sit on the steps and talk about every person that walks past us. We are the heroes of this film. Terrifying. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. It's absolutely awful. What do you think? Anything uh, more we've got to say about the this? The last thing I want to say is just a piece of advice never ever bring your diary to school yeah oh my god don't do that that's all this could have been avoided it just like keep your thoughts under your bed like you hide it so your parents can't see and you know just keep that stuff to yourself little lock until you're on reddit yeah oh yeah little lock (laughs) until you're on reddit Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) then you can be in an have an anonymous scream name people love you there She probably put it in as Harriet the Spy. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, like, wow. Sure. <laughs> the people need to know. 
Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. yeah, is there a user here at the spy? Almost James Bond don't. would do it. Yeah, <laughs> if James Bond is very big about telling you who he is. Uh, yeah, so I think that does it for uh, for the the uh, things here. Uh, so time for our definitive scale of how good the villain is. Uh, I've got a uh, I've got a scale here that's uh, the things you wouldn't want to find someone had written about you scale. Oh, dang. All right. (laughs) So I'm going to rank Marion, obviously, in this. Uh, So I'm going to, uh, on a scale of I hate you, never nice to to have someone write that about you, all the way up to who? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give Marion a you smell. Because uh, no one wants to hear it, but it's a lesson you got to learn, and the sooner you do it, the better. There we go. All right. <laughs> How about you, Natasha? You've got a, a, a scale for us? Okay, well, I didn't come prepared with one, but now, like, as talking, I think I would have to rate her on a scale of, like, social media. Mm. Oh, good. And yeah. I think that she is definitely, you know, because she's giving me horse girl vibes. <laughs> you know, she's, she's making up make believe even like you know she's a daddy's girl but daddy's not home so i would say she's definitely on the scale of like reddit to instagram she's full instagram influencer for sure oh yeah no i yeah that absolutely (laughs) checks out i've got it from the gossip (laughs) gossip scale i'm also doing uh marion uh so from a burn book to tmz um i'm gonna give her a broken telephone nasty rumor you heard it from somebody. You want to repeat it. It's kind of fun. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> awesome. Yes, guys. And uh, we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a bit. People who have inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives. But first, uh, a couple ways you guys can support the podcast. We keep forgetting to mention this. But, guys, we have merch now. Uh, VWRstore.fromsuperheroes.com. Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff in that T Public store. We try and throw up some stuff from movies that we've been doing, but also we have some much requested lines from the show on merch that you can get. Do we have a buddy shirt? Absolutely, we do. <laughs> do we have a shut it down shirt? You bet we do. Uh, do we have a science me Craig shirt? Yes, we do. And our most recent one from our if you if you enjoyed our craft episode, uh, we have added the uh, magic isn't real, none of this happened shirt. So you can go and check that out as well as our logos and a whole bunch of other custom designs. Once again vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com and uh, also if you want to support the podcast uh, in, in other ways uh, we are also on Patreon patreon.com slash the villains right uh, some benefits there include you get episodes early so you could have listened to this two days before you d- you got it and you can vote in our audience choice episode so make sure you check that out at uh, Villain was right on uh, Patreon, and if you want to get in touch with us, as always, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Villain was right on Facebook, and uh, Villain was right at gmail.com That's the if address. If you want to <laughs> just throw us a direct line on something, you want to make a comment, you have a question, you want to make a suggestion. This was something that was regularly suggested. Um, so if you want to see your episode up, email us. And now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got first, Greg? Yeah, so I just have a uh, very small hero, um, which is just like, you know how in life, just like those small little changes that you make can make like such a huge difference. You know what I mean? So a couple, like one um, I can think of is uh, my default microwave time was always two minutes. You know, like that's just real easy to punch in, two minutes to reheat some leftovers. Change that to a minute 45, oh, the difference it's made. <laughs> that's that's the key. Takes takes a little longer Woo! to go in, but uh, it makes a difference. But the biggest one I, I've done recently is, uh, this is, Oh, I'm such an old man. I have uh, started taking my pants off to have naps, everybody. Oh, uh, <laughs> whoa. Because I, I'm a big fan of a nap. Uh, I've maybe said it before, but like I feel like staying awake for me is like holding an orange out at arm's length, right? Like you can do it, but like after a while, you know, it becomes harder and harder and harder. It doesn't matter how strong you are. That's how I feel trying to stay awake. Like at the moment you just kind of let go. It's going to fall. Like, that's how I feel falling asleep. So, like, naps to me were always this kind of, like, little guilty pleasure that, like, oh, I'm sneaking these in into the middle of the day and, like, I'm going to get, but it's, like, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna move on with my day just a minute. I'm just going to close my eyes. And I started taking my pants off and, like, crawling in <laughs> under the sheets. And I was, like, this is an intentional choice. I am blocking off 
By making that action, I am blocking off time to nap. And it's been great. I've been loving it. Highly recommend it. Take your pants off to nap. It's all good. That's my hero of the week. I told you it was a weird one. <laughs> uh, this is me. How about you, Natasha? You got a hero or villain of the week for us? Um, yeah. I mean, I spent the week, well, well, last 48 hours in Airdrie, Alberta, doing comedy and staying at a Motel 6. Woo! Is what to be expected from a Motel 6. But there was a room full of vending machines and vending machines I had never really seen before. I felt like they were like trying to like really be like Japan. Like there were clothes in some of these. Oh, vending shit. Machines. Um, and there were hungry man meals, which I had never seen before. And I was like, I haven't had a hungry man in years. Talk about nostalgia. And they had multiple different kinds. And so I just really enjoyed myself. I, I went to town in these vending machines and I had the best experience at this Motel 6 in Airdrie. So um, that it was heroic to me. Um, but I do have a villain as well because, yeah, I, did, ah. because I took the bus back to Edmonton. <laughs> and um, in Red Deer, one man got kicked off the bus for being, I guess, drinking on the bus and being belligerent. But I was awake the whole time. I didn't hear anything. And come to find out, there was like a bunch of old ladies on the bus with me. And they just like saw him drinking and narked on him. <gasps> and so he got, yeah. And so he got kicked off the bus and was like banned. And there's like no Greyhound in Alberta anymore. So it's like, that was the bus. Like, so he's, this man is stuck in Red Deer, Alberta. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Because, of course, you want to drink on the bus. What else are you going to do? (laughs) Oh, there are no room for snitches on the bus. No No room. Snitches. (laughs) Woo! Oh, my God. That is a really – that is a villain. Man alive, that's that's a villain. villain. Shit. Yeah, because on a bus, you can can be like, excuse me, sir, do you mind not smoking crack in front of my baby? (laughs) 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 But someone's sipping on a little Mickey out of their pocket. It's like, yeah, man. Like, let them live. Yeah. Oh. They're not yes. driving. If it's the bus driver, yeah, for sure call that out. <laughs> Holy yeah. smokes. That's a villain. That's a villain. That is a villain, man. I would never. One time I rode a Greyhound and there was a, somebody had ditched their bottles into the toilet. <laughs> so uh, I'm just yeah. sitting at the back hearing like clink, 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 because they're just like sloshing in like the... Oh, so they actually went down oh, into like, the in tank. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they okay. just threw them in there <laughs> and they're just fucking rocking back and forth the whole time. And I'm like, this is the Greyhound. What did yeah, I expect? Hurt. All right? Yeah. Like, come on. Um, so my... <laughs> I've got a villain this week. I just... It's really short. It's kind of ridiculous, but I like, first of all, um, real estate in Canada is a fucking nightmare. Um, I go, what the fuck? Uh, to even rent a place in Toronto is now bananas. It's absolutely nuts. Um, if you've ever seen something say kitchenette, like every time I read kitchenette, I just want to stab my own eye out. I hate it so much. I'm like, also a microwave is not a kitchenette. Fuck you. Like that's insane. But just basically, I feel like right now, because the market's so crazy, that I don't think landlords ever gave a fuck, but they really don't care now. I'll tell you that. They're like, listen, if you're going to complain to me, I don't care. Like, my landlord, (laughs) we told, first of all, my landlord came over to fix some things, did not fix them, (laughs) of course, but then was like, we've, okay, we've had this hole in our wall forever, right? And they put over, like, just, like, an electrical cover over it. They're like, this is fine. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, well, we're just going to put it. We've had a Christmas card on that thing, right, forever. This guy shows up and is like, oh, because we show him the hole. We're like, maybe sometimes fix this. This It's not a huge deal, but maybe you should fix this. Like, bugs can crawl in and out. Like, this is just a hole. You know what I mean? This is a hole. To the outside? Not to the outside, but it's, like, to a, like, they have some problems. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) So, like, you, you know, you might have some problems. And he goes, oh. They did a terrible job on this. They shouldn't have done it this way. And then he just starts loading the hole with caulking. (laughs) He's like, I shouldn't be doing this either, but it'll close the hole. And I'm like, this is literally what you do as a job. What are you doing? (laughs) So fucking crazy. 
It's just so crazy because, like, the other day we call, like, what do you call? Uh, we texted them to be like, "Hey, um, we have mice. Like, we have mice in our place. Like, maybe we should do something about this." And the response was, "Tis the season." <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> like, well, all right, I guess these mice are my problem now. We, you're going to figure out a solution for this. But I just thought that was the funniest response to that. Like, oh, tis the season. Getting cold out. They're going to come in. Everyone knows <laughs> Everyone knows November is mouse season. I don't understand I like, what you're complaining about. I just thought that was so truly funny. So, you know, villainous, whatever. <laughs> I I still, I shouldn't complain. I really do like my apartment. It's not, I don't have to pay that much. But, like, there was just that. That, that little thing, I was like, oh, you know I don't want to move. <laughs> like, you know that. You know you have me by the balls right now. Because <laughs> if I move, my rent's going to jump by 500 bucks. Yeah, no kidding. But what can you do? Anyway, guys, that's it for us. As always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Natasha, you got anything you want to promote? Uh just follow me on Instagram at Natasha Lynn Miles with a Y, um, Lynn with one N. I update all my shows and everything on there. So plus you got you have such a fun Instagram. You do great stories. If anybody watches reality TV, you should follow Natasha. She's got some really yeah. fun takes and videos on her Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Check that yeah, out. I got and- some hot Bravo takes for sure. <laughs> Awesome. And you can follow me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, that's it for this us this week on the podcast. Uh, tune in next week. We're recovering. It's Audience Choice Week. And you guys selected Big Daddy, the Adam Sandler movie. Uh, so we'll be covering that uh, next week. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you that if you're going to be an asshole, don't write it down. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.